Hey there, and welcome to the Introverted Entrepreneur Podcast. My name is Denise Lee, and I'm a life coach specializing in traumas and addictions. And today, I want to talk with you about this idea of telling the truth. For some of us, we want to tell the truth, but it just scares the crap out of us, either due to fears of judgment or ridicule, or perhaps we just want the right thing to say. This episode is going to be talking about being more honest. And this doesn't matter if you take tell the occasional white lie or you find yourself telling lies all day, every day, and you know it's crazy and you know you need to stop. This is going to be a really honest episode, even for me too, because I'm going to be sharing some stories about how I use lies to avoid some very painful feelings about myself and about how I wanted to be treated by others. Okay, so we're going to get into all of that coming to you after this short break. Hey, 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 and we're back. I am so glad that you are here and you are dialed into this episode. The Introverted Entrepreneur Podcast is not just designed for introverts or entrepreneurs. It's designed for anyone who wants to improve how they relate to the world and how they relate to their life. Here's the thing. There are so many people out there in the drift. You know, in Napoleon Hill's book called Outwitting the Devil, he says like 95% of people are in the drift. I think he even lowballed that estimate. When I mean by the drift, what I'm referring to is this idea of we're just kind of going through the motions, not questioning anything, or we're operating from a state of fear and worry and anxiety. And I don't want you to be held captive by things that diminish your capability, zap away your energy and destroy your worth. And that's what we're going to be doing in, t- in each and every episode about who you are, what you want, what you value, and why it is important to you at this stage of your life. doesn't matter if you're a woman or a male, doesn't matter your sexual identity or whatever background you come from, religious, a-religious, I want to support you wherever you're at because I know that I wish someone spoke these words to me shoot 20 years ago. And so I'm providing you the things that I wish someone would give me so that you may be able to have clarity and seek peace in whatever stage of life that you're in right now. So if you haven't done so already, make sure you hit that follow or subscribe button wherever you're listening. That way, as soon as I drop a new episode, you'll be able to listen to it lickety split. And those of you guys who have been consistently listening and have been enjoying the content from this podcast, I would greatly appreciate if you write a review letting me know and obviously other people know what you've been enjoying and obviously sharing the podcast with someone that could benefit from this information. Sharing is caring. In order for us to have a better world, we have to be on the same page as to how we communicate with other people. And it's crazy if we learn how to communicate with other people, but other people don't know how to understand what in the world we're talking about. So that's why we need to share this information. That's why we need to amplify this idea of communicating with love and not communicating with fear or guilt or intimidating people with threats. Like there's a better way. And Lord knows the world is chaotic enough as it is. Let's do our part to make it a little bit more simpler. And if you're interested in learning more about me and what I do, check out denisegelee.com. There you'll be able to read one of my many articles or check out my podcast uh, archive 
or inquire about working with me directly. And also on the banner of my website of denisegelee.com, there is a life script. Here's the thing. A lot of us have been trained inadequately, inappropriately by society, friends, family, education system, so many different places about what we should be doing, how we should be living. And the fact of the matter is it's not if it's not lined up with your soul and your spirit and what you feel like you've called to do on this earth, it is going to literally tear you apart. And that's why so many people suffer through anxiety and depression and phobias and so many mental maladies because they are working off a programming, working off ideologies that are completely incongruent to who they are. So I have created a, it's a free test, like 15 minutes. Make sure you don't have any dogs or cats or somebody yelling or screaming at you. So you can really focus and answer the questions as truthfully as possible. There is no passing score. It's just for you to have the information so that you can live a successful and productive life. So go ahead, check that out. And obviously, And within the show notes section of today's podcast episode, there's obviously links to connect with me via Twitter. That's where I'm most active. That's where I'm talking the most about these types of issues about love and communication and fear and trauma and just being honest and so much stuff. So Denise G. Lee, I'm on Twitter. I'm going to leave links on the show notes below. And obviously you can connect with me within that platform. Okay. And oh, one last thing before I forget. I know that I have a growing audience on Spotify and that's awesome. And I've noticed that within Spotify, they have this little section where you can write your thoughts about the episode or just your thoughts in general about the topic. And so I would encourage you if you are a Spotify follower that you go ahead and you put that information down if some, you felt really motivated and moved. Because here's the thing, when your your brain is a supercomputer and when you write something down that you've learned about, you reinforce the idea in your mind. It's pretty amazing how we can train ourselves to think more positively through the action of reinforcement. So obviously writing a review, making a comment on Spotify, including the option of sending me a voicemail message, check out anchor.fm slash Denise G. Lee. You can be able to send me a voicemail message. Please let me know in the beginning or the end of the message, whether or not I have permission to air your message and a future podcast. I really value your privacy and I want to make sure that I'm not airing anything that would make you feel uncomfortable. And I know that I've got a lot of lurkers so far that send me messages privately, but they don't want to have their voice out there. And that's totally cool. Whichever way you feel most comfortable via just words or video, a voice, like whatever works well for you. I'm just, just, I'm just humbled and grateful for your ability just to reach out to me. Okay. Now, this podcast episode is going to be divided into three major themes. The first major theme is obviously, why in the world do we lie? And why is it so hard to be honest? The second part, we're going to be talking about the cost of being untruthful or lying. And then lastly, we're going to talk about how to be honest in the midst of fear. So this is a great time. If you need to grab a pen, grab a paper, I'm going to be 
your uh, if you're my client, obviously we're going to be working on a little bit deeper about these issues. But if you're not my client, then uh, pretend I'm your coach at this moment and grab a pen and paper and write down some of the things that I have to say, because I want to make sure that regardless if you're working with me or not, that you have the tools to help support you right now where you're at. Okay. So that being said, let's get into why is it so hard to be honest? Oh boy. <laughs> There's so many reasons. Before I even get into like the logical reasons, I'm going to kind of share my own personal story and then I want to list some other examples. For me, I was guilty of doing lots of little white lies. Like for example, I'll never forget and when I was in a uh, psychiatric hospital briefly when I as a child uh, dealing with the trauma of being a repeatedly raped by my mother, you know, I would, I'd lie to the people in the office and the, the other, the other people working there. I said, my name is Clarina. And the reason why I said my name was Clarina was because I watched a show called Clarina Explains It All by Nickelodeon. So now I'm dating myself. Like that show was like late 80s, early 90s. I forgot the name of the actress. But anyway, I was completely, oh, Melissa Joan Hart. Yeah, that was the name of the, the main character. And I was completely enthralled with her vibe, her confidence, her spunkiness, her attitude. And despite the hellish situation I was in emotionally, and obviously, I mean, who the heck wants to be a kid in a psychiatric hospital physically? I just wanted the moment where I could escape my present reality and embody someone that I really admired and looked up to, even if it was a fictitious um, TV character, it seemed that it was better. And I know that some of us are still doing that. Maybe we have role models in TV shows or in politics or in sports or whatever. And we feel like we need to embody that energy because our current life just seems like it sucks so darn bad. And so that's kind of me telling my own personal story about one of the reasons why we lie and how we can easily get sucked into it. But there are many other reasons. First and foremost, the fear of judgment. You know, People don't want to admit it because I know there's bumper stickers and signs all over the place that say, just be you, just be the most authentic version of you. But the reality is as human beings, we're tribalistic, we're conformist. We definitely, you know, turn a uh, a raised eyebrow if somebody is doing something that seems a little avant-garde or a little offbeat. You know, I think about some of the most prolific artists um, back in the day when I'm, I'm specifically thinking about Andy Warhol and when he first started doing his art, it was downright weird. Nobody really wanted to do that. And for many, before he started to actually showcase more of his work, he didn't really tell anybody what he did. In fact, he worked a lot in secret at least that from my knowledge about that before he started getting more open with his work. Nobody wants to be judged. Don't nobody wants to be criticized. And as a result, we we omit <laughs> facts about what we're doing because we don't want to be feeling as if someone's going to condemn us or isolate us. The other reason why we lie is we avoid conflict. You know, I, this happened just this morning. I'm sitting and I'm getting ready uh, to, for my day. And one of the things that I asked my son to do is to have his list of, of his hygiene things that he needs to do before he starts his day. And one of the things I tell him is that make sure you brush your teeth. And so I'm sitting 
I shouldn't say sitting. I'm in my my bathroom, and he our our child loves to brush his teeth in our bathroom, even though he has his own bathroom. But I guess I take it as a blessing because it's good when your kid wants to hang out with you all the time. But anyway, I digress. I'm sitting. I keep saying sitting. I am standing in my my bathroom, and. I am looking at his toothbrush and it's bone dry. I'm even feeling it. It's bone dry. And I asked my son, I yelled through my bedroom. I said, did you brush your teeth this morning, love? And he says, I did. And I'm feeling his bone dry toothbrush. And I asked him again, baby, are you sure you brushed your teeth? Yeah, yeah, I did. And then I said, why are you getting addicted to lying to me, especially about basic things about your hygiene. And here's the thing. So many of us just don't want people on our faces, criticize us, even if we agree to it, even if we know it's not the right thing to do. Some of us just prefer to avoid difficult, uncomfortable topics or issues because they don't want the disagreements. They don't want the conflict. So it's easily, it's much easier to roll over and just say, yeah, sure, I did it. The other reason, number three, is social norms and expectations. We live in a society where you're just expected to conform to certain ideology. And I'm, as I'm saying this, I'm recording this podcast episode in July of 2023. And it just seems even more than ever, we have ramped up divisions based on political ideology and it's crazy because I remember even going to a little HOA uh, homeowners association event and I was talking with somebody and he said yeah um, I want to go to this particular outing event but these people are from this quote-unquote political background and he just looked at me and just assumed like I'm in alignment with him I didn't say anything I could have said a whole bunch of stuff like, hey, I'm from this political ideology or I could sympathize with it. Why are you saying it in such a derogatory fashion? But I stayed silent. Sometimes we just want to stay silent because it's just we assume that people think like us. Again, as much as as we like to think that we accept people for diversity and for differences of opinion, the fact of the matter is people are downright hostile to people that don't think the way they do and so they would assume because you're from a particular background or uh, you speak about certain issues that you're in alignment with them and that's not necessarily true now the other reasons I'm going to talk about in the interest of time really quickly the reasons why we lie is for self-protection we don't want to feel bad again guilt and shame if we have had a history of being ostracized for being honest, like we're not going to put ourselves out in the firing squad again. Lack of trust. If you're with a, if you're around people who've repeatedly betrayed your idea of being vulnerable, you don't feel any reason to be honest with them. And that's totally understandable. And then some people, especially if you're in politics or certain types of influential circles you might believe that you you can lie you can benefit by the lie this whole idea of fake it to the make it where you go and you rent a plane or a limousine and you pose in front of it and give pretend to people that you're more well off or more successful and the fact of the matter is you got more a month by the at the end of the money and you don't know how to pay your bills or you're struggling to do certain things financially but you don't want to tell anybody because 
they might limit you from opportunities that you want to seek because they think that you're struggling or whatever the case may be. Okay. And then, and lastly, we lie because we don't even feel connected with ourselves. If you have been, if you grew up in a very painful and a dysfunctional family, like I have, you were around people that constantly lied. So you never developed any skills within yourself about how to be truthful, how to be honest, because it just seems like a foreign idea to you. Okay. Now, obviously, let's move into the second section of the cost of consistent line. And I want to breeze through this really quickly because I really want to spend the majority of the rest of our time together talking about how to be honest in the midst of fear and worry and anxiety because that's really what I hear a lot from my clients and when I interact with people online. But let's just kind of talk about, I've got about 10 reasons why the cost of line is harmful to obviously you first and foremost, but other people. Obviously, number one is a loss of trust. Repeated line erodes trust in relationships. And while they may not catch it today, people are not stupid. They're going to pay attention. And if if they they can't value your honesty, they're going to find other people who are more reputable, more honest, okay? Stress and anxiety onto yourself. When you're maintaining a web of lies, it's draining because you're constantly trying to remember, okay, who did I tell this? And when did I tell this? And you might mix up your lies with other people. And that can lead to guilt and internalized shame, stress and anxiety. I mean, who, who needs that? Number three is isolation and loneliness. When you're lying all the time, I mean, going back to the idea of eroded trust, nobody wants to be around you and it may and you may not even be around may not even enjoy being around yourself for that matter and so you might want to isolate because you don't feel that your input matters because you're not even sure yourself the things that you're saying okay damage to self-esteem i mean lying can negatively impact your self-esteem and your self-worth. I definitely can tell you so many stories where I tried to lie to people about stuff that was just so innocuous, so not non-consequential. And it made me even start questioning my own worth, my own abilities, because I'm constantly trying to fabricate things. And in some cases, uh, legal and professional consequences. If you're lying on your resume or your job interview, it can lead to termination or legal consequences if discovered. And I, I just have to sit here and just say one thing that's really important that's on my mind. That's why I consistently say my background, why I'm not a medical doctor, why I'm not a licensed healthcare practitioner. I keep telling people over and over again, because in some cases, if you don't say that repeatedly people might brand you as such and if you don't consistently like counteract things that aren't true you can get a whole lot of trouble and it doesn't matter and my profession matters in all sorts of other professions so please don't try to label yourself which you're not unless you've got the sheepskin unless you've got the credentials that back you up don't say it it ain't worth it obviously lying can also uh, lead to unresolved issues Again, mental health issues, damaged personal integrity, 
it can lead to escalation of more lies because you it's kind of like a ponzi scheme you got more lies to cover another lies cover another lies it's just not worth it and all and finally obviously alienation from others nobody wants to be around the liar now i know i said that all that stuff really briefly you could obviously re-listen to the recording if you need to uh, jot down some notes but i just want to just give you a brief overall overall message about that but let's get into the the meat of this conversation is how to be honest in the midst of fear because that is such a huge issue and the number one thing that i just want to say is that the reason why we feel fearful of being honest is because first and foremost we don't understand the benefits of honesty look here's the thing I keep saying to myself, I am a gratefully recovering sex addict and alcohol addict. I'm a dual, dual addicted, actually try addict if you include people pleasing. And I keep saying I'm gratefully recovered an addict and I have no self-shame or pity. And I don't care if people uh, kind of turn the eye at me and go, whoa, that's a lot of issues. Because here's the thing, everybody's got issues. Every guy's, everybody who's walking on this planet earth has problems and don't let anyone lie to you and say to you otherwise that's one of the things i always talk with my clients about i talk i stress that in my course amazing attitudes a 21 day self-improvement i of course i'm gonna leave a link in the show notes below i will scream it to the to the rooftops about this because the reason why we feel fear is because that we can't accept who we are. If we can't accept who we are, how do we interact with other people? And so being able to accept who we are and be able to embrace the benefits of honest conversation with first and foremost ourselves, it fosters trust, authenticity, and deeper connections with yourself and other people. And they say, and 12-step recovery programs, AA, Alcoholics Anonymous programs, you are as sick as your secrets. Part of the reason why people have got into addictive tendencies and behaviors is because there were so much deep insecurities and fears that they didn't know how to deal with it. So they just ran away from themselves and then built a web of lies to help support. It's like actually a, like a a deck of uh, trying to your lies are like imagine little cards that you're trying to stack on one another. It just takes any sudden movement or shift for everything to fall down. And so please respect your journey, respect your current circumstance in life, no matter how humble it's been, no matter what you've been struggling with back then or now, whatever crap you've done, quote unquote, other people. And it, while I'm on this subject, I just have to say something that's really important. I do want to drive down, drive this one home. So many of us feel as if we have to be our own PR agent, our own public relations specialist in terms of challenging the haters that say crap about us in the real world or online. Here's the thing. Sweetheart, you don't need to expend that type of energy trying to defend yourself because the people who care about you, the people who know you, can see through the crap. And the people who don't know about you are more preoccupied with their own issues and they don't care about your stuff to begin with. Every day I go online, I shouldn't say, every time I go online, I usually see somebody saying a very defensive comment, meaning like, this is what my belief, or I, I can't believe I have to explain this, or they're just being defensive. And I'm like, all that does is fuels the fire of negativity and pessimism. People who are negative and pessimistic 
they're just look on the on the prowl looking for more targets to devour and you're just feeding their their negative energy and it's so easy for us to get into lies and not getting into being who we are and being more authentic because we're so busy trying to puff ourselves up. And that energy is only going to lead to mental illness. And I can make a whole podcast about how lying leads to mental illness. But suffice to say, it's just not worth trying to defend yourself against malicious attacks from other people. Okay. Now let's more talk, get more back to the main issue about how to be honest in the, the, the midst of fear and anxiety. We need to do a whole lot of practicing self-compassion and care. Too many of us have internalized the message just from our past. And again, I go back to that life script um, quiz I, I mentioned earlier in our time with one another, where all we have learned was to please others, be strong, hurry up, work hard, and never want to examine how that impacts our psyche, our soul. And because of that, we are so unforgiving to ourselves, so unforgiving to the fact that we make mistakes. And yeah, we may misspeak or, I mean, Lord knows I'll probably misspeak tons of times on certain issues. But if I know that I'm saying something that's incorrect, I quickly edit myself because that shows a lot of personal integrity which is lacking in today's society. And nobody is going to shame on you for saying, well, no one who has a mental healthy frame of mind will shame you. If you say, hey, you know what? I messed up on this, or I misspoke, or here's a correction based on new updated information. Nobody is going to ridicule you for that. And you may have grown up in a family with very authoritative, controlling, very petty, there's, the, I guess the best way of saying it is petty people, narcissistic people. And just because the, your family life was filled with insecure and immature, emotionally immature people, doesn't mean the world's like that. It means that this is your opportunity to learn the lessons that you got from them and then not do that. So here's the thing. People think that like the lessons always have to be positive things. Then lessons can also be negative things. And so you can hit the the undo button of what they've said and then redo it with new encouraging, positive and motivating stuff. And part of the matter is self-compassion is part of that redo button for yourself so you can understand who you are and what matters the most to you. And being known as a truthful person will pay in dividends than being one of the many liars out there who are fame seeking or just looking for just quick applause and 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 admiration okay the other ways that you can learn how to be more truthful in the midst of fear is obviously i want you to remember your values remember your core values for me when i think about the, the desire to want to lie, I ask myself, does the best version of Denise do this? Would the version future Denise be proud of what I'm doing right now? What do I stand for? And what matters most to me? The reason why we lie is we get disconnected. Our fear talks a heck of a lot louder than our internal compass of truth and honest and veracity. 
And so we're going to have to silence that those fear voices and amplify the other voices that help us grow and learn. Okay. The other way that we can be more truthful in the midst of fear is obviously having discernment as to who we talk to. Here's the thing. You don't have to tell people anything if they have demonstrated to you that they are incapable of understanding or appreciating what you have to say. It's some like for example, let's say someone that has consistently shown being cruel and mean to not just you or other people and they ask you an issue, they're trying to bully you, intimidate you. The best and only answer you can have about that that you can give them. And let's say they're asking you a sensitive issue. You could say, hey, I'm dealing with this issue in my own space, in my own time. And I frankly don't feel comfortable sharing this information because you have a track record of being cruel to people when we talk about this issue. Here's the thing. Liars and intimidators, they thrive based on your fear of the truth. And once you blow that truth up, you will be able to gain your power and diminish their own sense of hate and malice toward you or anybody else. The reason why a lot of people have gotten away with being mean and cruel is because they've never had anyone stand up for them. And it doesn't have to be where you're intimidating them or threatening them. It's literally just stating facts and letting the cards lay where they are. They may be. And here's the thing. I've heard people say this to me. I've clients said this to me like, well, I need this person. They've got connections. And my question to you is, do you really want to be connected to a network of people that tolerate liars and thieves and crooks? I personally don't want connections with sleazy people. And here's the thing. We are a representation of the five closest people around us. And I personally am a, a, a reflection of the values of other people. And if I can't reflect truth and honesty with other people, how in the world can they feel honest and truthful around me? That's the thing that I really want to just drive home that you're, and you're listening. It's just that just because other people are doing the certain things, unscrupulous things, doesn't mean that you need to jump on the bandwagon and go, well, that's the only way that I know how to be successful was to replicate that. And like, no, actually, no, boo-boo, you don't have to do that. That's a totally an optional thing, okay? Now, in the interest of time, I just want to just, just ask you right now, and what areas, and which areas do you feel fearful? And why do you feel fearful? Which areas of your life do you know that you need to be more truthful? And are there people who are actually encouraging you either implicitly through their behavior or explicitly literally saying, don't tell anybody about this about you? And the reality is, are they operating under fear and worry and anxiety? And why are you hanging out with them? Why are they having that a lot of putting that level of influence in your life? Because I truly believe, again, we are the sum of the five people that are closest to us. And if we're around thieves and liars and all these people of, uh, of poor character, that's only going to harm us professionally and personally. It's going to suck our joy. It's going to cause illness. And we're going to die a premature death, heart attacks or strokes or something like that, because our bodies are carrying stress that is completely unnecessary or needed. So please take a moment, examine the origin of why you may have lied. Examine how it's costing you right now. And lastly, take a hard look at the company that you keep. 
and make some hard decisions. Because if you don't do it now, it's just going to get worse. People always say to me, Denise, how do I be more confident? How do I take more charge of my life? And it's because they lack this critical idea, this idea of dealing with the consequences, positive or negative, of their actions. And so they just say an inaction and the only result is bad things happen because they don't take a stand. Here's the thing. If you don't take a stand for something, you'll fall for anything. So take a stand for yourself and your life. Well, that is it. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you've got any questions or comments or you're interested in working with me, please check out the show notes below. There's plenty of resources. And then obviously, please, if you've been enjoying this podcast, please obviously follow this podcast, share it with somebody else. I greatly appreciate it. And obviously get in contact with me if that's something you desire. Well, thank you so much for listening. Take care and be awesome.